Juju here, Lanji here, Soy here, and, and we're, we're the co-hosts of the Her Revival podcast. We started this podcast while reflecting on the crazy journey of being a woman in her 20s, trying to conquer our careers, our finances, post-grad, and more. As we found some hardships putting it all together, we realized that things don't have to be so hard if we rely on each other. Her Revival is here to motivate, cultivate, and inspire women who are all looking to develop better relationships in all aspects of their lives. We're the sisters who can teach you all about it. Now let's get into the episode. And hey, her revival fam, welcome back for another episode. Hey. hey. So last week we talked to y'all about prioritizing your friendships. Um, either over your finances or trying to have this balance between your friendship and your finances. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, we had some real good tea in there. So go listen. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. And y'all already know, we want to keep the financial conversation going on because we want you all to be financially well. And as we are finally, finally, in the summertime, I love this season. That's a fact. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this we wanted to utilize this episode as a way in which to keep your finances in order during this season. That's a fact. That's a fact. And it's so funny because I remember some time ago we were all kind of talking about like, yo, in the wintertime, like, are you inside? Like, do you even go out and spend your money? And that transition from, like, winter to spring to summer, it's like, are you really dropping all your bread in the summertime? Mm-hmm. And I know, like, for me, I'm, like, thinking about it, like, nah, in the wintertime, I'll be in the house. In the summertime, I'll be out. <laughs> so really and truly, for this episode in particular, we're kind of, we're trying to get a sense of, you know, making that transition from winter to spring to summertime. Like, what does your personal finances even look like? Like, are you getting yourself together? Are you trying to be adventurous and still have your finances intact? Like, what are you spending your money on? I'm sure it's probably trips. It's probably going to brunch. You know, being out to Brooklyn and Woodland to my New York folks. It's party, yo. Hello. Oh, it's closed permanently. Come on, girl. Permanently? Yeah, I thought it was temporarily. This no. Is, nope. nope. Damn, that's spicy. Closed, and they closed that thing down. Down. Okay. Well, I guess well, I'm sure everybody's gonna be at Larev this summer. Well, I don't know about this summer because you know COVID, but right, they outside. They they are they definitely outside. That's a they fact. Definitely outside with no mask on. They outside. And funny because no mask. it's funny because we honestly just spent an entire season indoors. Like yep. we spent the entire spring in our household. Like it's true. I remember my first day home from work was March 16th. That's right before the official spring comes back. And that's wow. right. as of as of June 22nd, that will be the start of phase two for our New York City folk. So yep. obviously, like, we're now getting into the summer, but we're opening up. So people are like, I feel like everything that I intended and wanted to do in the spring, like, I got to overcompensate. that's a fact i think that this is just a perfect topic for us to be 
talking about, especially since, you know, we did spend a whole entire season inside. So the Mm -hmm. circumstances are going to be just a little different for our lifestyle and what we want to engage in during this current summer, you know? And it's true to add on to that. I feel like we're more anxious to be outside. So even though we probably can't go to like restaurants or La Rev the way that we want to in these large crowds, people are probably going to end up at like secret house parties secret house party mansions like and just kind of getting lit in their own way so let's see what that's gonna look like but so i think you had some stats for us right right so i y'all know covid been doing a number on um credit scores and such so (laughs) drop it on us second i was checking my credit score the other day um and i sort of came across a couple of articles and so a credit karma survey actually found that half of millennials about 51 percent of millennials and 49 percent of gen z have actually gone into debt due to summer travel and Ooh. a lot of people uh, most of them don't regret it and this survey just for some perspective for our listeners was done on a thousand people um so that's just like the rough estimate like for you to put those stats into perspective but what do y'all think about that honestly i can't say i'm shocked i feel like i've seen a lot of like content regarding like people kind of overspending when they want to travel but i actually kind of think it's associated with the fact that people kind of say yo like you in your 20s like enjoy yourself life is short like money comes and goes so i feel like maybe it's possible that you know these two generations in particular don't have a certain, I guess, obligation to their money. They still feel like money is still a thing and it could always come back. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm curious to getting an understanding of, but that's how I kind of receive it. So it's, it's funny that you say that because I actually was watching, I wouldn't call it a documentary, but it was very news-like. Um, and it was like talking about how millennials and gen z they have this obsession with creating memories yeah that's Mm. why like concerts and like even like governor's ball and like broccoli city and like all these things are super huge and people are flying from like california just to go to dc Mm -hmm. um, for broccoli city and like an astroworld in texas and like all these things because they're they're a way for you to create a memory it's like, oh, let's go wild out and do X, Y, and Z, and we're going to have fun and take mad pics. Yeah. Emphasis on the pics. But I have a question for y'all real quick on that, too, though. Like, do you feel like, like, how long do you feel like it probably takes them to come out of that debt? Like, I wish that stat kind of cleared that up a little bit. It's kind of like, how far in debt do you go? How long, how long does it take you to get out of that debt? Was it worth it? And, I mean, you kind of mentioning that, you know, they go for memories. I guess they probably see value in that situation. Mm-hmm. But I'm just curious as to, like, how far in a hole do you put yourself for the sake of building those memories? Well, I mean, like like I said on the last episode, I feel like for me personally, like, if I know that, you know, Astroworld, perfect example. Like, I went mm-hmm. there and I was like, I first of all, I already knew merch was about to be expensive. So I put I took a little <laughs> extra cash on and... But then it was just, like, there were other things that came about. And I'm like, dang, I really want to do that. Then they had carnival <laughs> rides there. And I'm like, mm, okay, I want to buy some tickets for the carnival ride. I'm crying. So I was like, I was constantly engaging and spending money. But it was, and it was like, okay, I know when I get back, I'm not going to City Island next yeah. week. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. So it's not like I'm in debt, like, to a negative. But I think that for certain 
experiences, I am willing to spend more money where I'm going to end up having to sacrifice. Okay, I can see that. So it's not necessarily like, you know, I just maxed out my credit card because I wanted so much Travis Scott merch that I I couldn't control myself. Like, no. Right. (laughs) That's not a thing. I actually feel like, you know, I kind of am on both ends of the of the like table because part of me is kind of like surprised because at least the people that we're like in communication with and around people are always spreading information about financial literacy Mm -hmm. and just knowing your credit score making sure you have a savings doing all of these things so I feel like for me to kind of see this statistic about millennials and gen z I was like you know I still found it a little interesting just because I feel like I'm acquainted and surrounded by millennials and Gen Z individuals who are trying to set the bar high in terms Mm -hmm. of their personal finances. But then to see like simultaneously people are also going into debt for summer travel still makes sense to me because the same people who be sharing information about financial wellness sometimes be the same people spending 200 to 500 dollars on rentals mm-hmm. in correct. another state and it's just like but wasn't you just reaching to me about smart spending <laughs> so i don't really know but it's not to necessarily judge people for what they want to do and the kind of lifestyle that they want to have when they go certain places or just the lifestyle that they want to have in general. But it it doesn't surprise me because I think the other thing too is I personally believe that millennials and Gen Z have a lot of FOMO. Like absolutely have so much FOMO and it's like, I feel like, for example, I can use um, Bali as an example. I personally never been there. But I feel like as soon as certain people who were um, influencers or like mm-hmm. celebrities or part of a certain lifestyle started posting when they went there, I feel like the amount of people on my timeline specifically that I saw going there or just talking about being there and stuff of that nature just multiplied yep. exponentially. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And it's kind of like, yo, like, Bali's gonna be there like it's not it's literally not going anywhere (laughs) so you have time you have the capability hopefully in order to like have some of those life experiences and not make it a crazy thing you know um they're not looking at it like that Mm -mm. you know for, for me personally like I'm not like in the last episode I'm not making a financial sacrifice to travel like personally, like sacrifice mm-hmm. in the sense of going like below, like going below what I have. Like I'm not personally gonna do that because I mm-hmm. feel like at the end of the day, I'm gonna enjoy these couple of days, get back home, and then be miserable because I have to tippy toe around life in order to survive. Like to me, that sounds a little like oh my gosh, Landy, like that, I don't know, that was the greatest decision ever. Uh, no. <laughs> so I know for me, that's not one of my personal, like, summertime weaknesses, which actually brings me into the next question that I have is, like, what do you think is your personal, like, 
summertime weakness when it comes to your finances? Like, what's something that you feel like you splurge on or are willing to go out of budget for in the summer? Hmm. You know what? I think I'm going to go first on this one. To be quite honest, I'm very money conscious. So I don't feel like no matter what the season is, I ever do the most to put myself in any type of financial distress per se. Mm. But I'm a little chunky monkey. And yeah, like if I'm outside <laughs> in these streets, I'm trying to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I'm trying to get a little bit adventurous with my food. Like if anybody's like my inspiration when it comes to being somewhat of a foodie is definitely soy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I definitely feel like in the summertime, because I'm outside way more during that season than any other one, I'm always going to be willing to spend either more often or more money trying out different foods, especially if I'm all over the place. Like, in the wintertime, I'm not going to be in Brooklyn like that. Like, I'm from the Bronx, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. all right, if I'm actively always going to a different borough or different area, I want to see what's up with the food there. Like, yeah. I'm trying to see what's good. So I feel like that would be my weakness in the summertime, is being that somewhat of a foodie and trying out different eats. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think I'm for whack, me, but... it's, it's crazy that she said that, because I was literally going to say it's probably food, I think that, well, I mean, I think I spend food, I spend a lot of money on food all year round, but (laughs) but I feel like um, in the summertime, there's a lot of food festivals, like, so I don't know, Mm. like, for the New York listeners and non-New York listeners, you know, there's this thing called Smorgasburg, which I have been honestly so sad about since COVID, because I'm just like, uh, and I'm not even sure if they're open, if they have some kind of social distancing rules or what but they were supposed they usually open like towards the end of march that's so true that is true and now we're in june so by now i probably would have went there about three or four times so there's that (laughs) um and so just in general like i think like i go to a lot of food fests or like because i do travel a lot in the summertime like one of my main reasons for traveling is to like experience culture and food so i mm-hmm. i always since i travel more like i tend to like be like okay what's the delicacy here okay what's this like and that's what i'm eating yeah um so sometimes like it tends to like run the price up but i think in general like i will always go broke to eat like i don't know i sometimes like i don't really understand like me and my mom talk about this all the time about how like people will like literally just sit there and be hungry at work because like they don't want (laughs) to order food or like they're like okay if I could just stay for like the next four hours I'm gonna just eat at home or like they'll just be like I just I just my palate is way too expansive for that and I'm just like (laughs) yo if my stomach is growling it's quiet I'm ordering I feel like eating Uh and it's it's like you know maybe you know I'm I'm gonna not get like Sammy's and I'm going to do, like, a deli sandwich instead if I'm really that broke. But at the same time, I'm not going to hold my hold my mouth for, for, for nothing, okay? I'm I'm feeding my stomach all around the clock whenever I feel like it. As you should. As you absolutely should. Wait, that's before I even answer the question. That's funny because so when I was in college, I was one of those people, like, if I could hold it, I'm not ordering food. Like, I'm <laughs> not, like. People will be like, but Lange, you gotta eat. Sleep is for dinner, baby girl. Because oh, nah. <laughs> that's oh, I'm deep. so serious. Them little this tiny sleep spoons, is for dinner. Oh, them nah. dominoes that you be ordering, those add up. Those they add do. Up. That's facts. Like they do. It gets out of pocket. So for me, I I honestly would try to minimize it. Now I would definitely say 
I don't do that. Like, if I'm hungry, I'm eating. But I also feel like when I started getting more active, I'm going off on a tangent, but when I started getting active, my appetite got larger. So, like, yep. if I don't eat, I'm in literal pain. Pain, yeah. So, I have to now. Like, I can't be like, oh, no, I'm just going to skip this meal. Like, nah, none of that is <laughs> happening anymore. Like, I definitely see that change in my body. Um, but before, like, I could go some hours. And I'm talking about that. Not eating. Mm-mm. But I think I couldn't personal summertime weakness honestly i personally think it's clothes like i buy a lot of clothes in the summertime and i was literally talking to a friend about this and i was saying i feel like the reason is even though i personally love the fall and i do have a lot of fall clothes it's like in the summertime people are actually seeing your fit more if that makes sense yes so like in the fall for me I do a lot of jacket pieces because I feel like everything under the jacket you're not really paying much attention to Mm -hmm. um but in the summertime there's no jacket to be covering what's under there so I feel like I'm always buying new tops new skirts sandals like little accessories I personally love little tiny bags so I'll be buying a whole bunch of little bags to go with a certain outfit (laughs) <laughs> or you know going to brunch so i'm buying brunch outfits on a oh yeah, yeah. Right. Like, that part that part is facts yeah so i definitely feel like that's my personal weakness like even i found myself online shopping the other day i'm like wait but you just bought like <laughs> clothes two weeks ago like what are you doing bro you don't even have space to put them so can you the not space is <laughs> facts bro. the space is really facts because every time you know when you do laundry and every single time you do laundry you have to reevaluate where no. you're putting clothes absolutely <laughs> because the fact that you got dirty clothes was making your closet a little emptier that's a fact <laughs> let, me tell, let me tell you that's literally my life every, every time i do laundry because literally i'm like where am i gonna put these clothes that's in this laundry bag like, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'd be living out of a laundry bag for a couple of days before I try to figure it out because that is stressful. <laughs> Having to reorganize your closet every time because now there's absolutely no clothes that are dirty. So now you have to make sure that, like, your clothing, your closet can fit your clothing. Yeah. And the capacity is just not there. And I, so you got a lot of clothes. So that's facts. <laughs> <laughs> Low key, that actually inspired a different question for me. Um, mm. As you were speaking, Lange, like, do y'all find it hard to like stick to your budget though during the summertime? <sighs> that, that, that's the real tea. Like, are you staying in your budget? I feel like, hmm. Okay, so I feel like I sometimes don't really have a budget during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like throughout the year I'm saving for the summer. Okay. Okay. So it's like I I very rarely like use like my actual paycheck that I'm getting during the summer to fuel the summer my summer activities like it's like okay I have an envelope of money that throughout the year I've been saving for the summer because one my birthday is in the summer so I already know like I have a whole birthday fund set up that I start saving for like literally the day after my birthday until the next year birthday because mm-hmm. I know like it's like okay girl you about to travel you about to do this you about to do that so it's like I just have a birthday fund and that genuinely becomes like my summer fund so it's like 
I don't necessarily have a budget because it's like it's just there and then if that finishes it's like I'm not really feeling it so now like I'm on my income but typically it does last me like towards the end of the summer Mm. you know I can actually second that because when I think about it like I said before because I'm not doing the most in the fall and winter time I'm not spending as much money so usually I would be taking up that time to save my bread because every summer I go somewhere I think for most of us every summer we're going somewhere Mm -hmm. so hands down you already know that you're preparing for that trip and then it's true once the summertime hits it's kind of like yeah I'm just living life on my regular check like, see but like yeah. I, I feel like i spend more money in the fall and the winter that's interesting so i mean well where are you going what are you doing yeah. okay well okay well one one i'm not about to sit here and walk nowhere in the winter so i'm taking ubers okay, oh, if i'm taking Uber, ubers oh, you got money I, <laughs> you a rich girl ubers, well that's why i don't go anywhere that's Facts. that's money <laughs> when i'm working in manhattan and i gotta i get off at 11 p.m and it's and it's blizzarding outside and i'm not about to sit here and walk to wait the wait, wait 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 you take ubers from soho to the bronx that's correct yes <laughs> oh okay oh all right oh <laughs> oh um i just want to be as rich as soy one day that's what, I'm, I'm, I'm looking like oh okay first so of I, all i got the connects okay period um, <laughs> good <laughs> but honest i don't know i think i spend more money so i to i don't think i'm necessarily saving during those other seasons like because i'm not spending money because i'm still spending money i just make a more conscious effort to make sure that I'm putting money aside mm-hmm. for this summer. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely fair. I think for me, in terms of like budget, it, it really just depends on the category. Because, well, so actually, no. What I'm going to say is it's not that I find it hard to stick to my budget. I just got to shift the entire budget and what it looked like. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because, like, so for certain categories in the fall and the winter, I do think it's true. Like, I would probably allocate more money to Ubers and to certain things like traveling because I'm probably, I don't want to take public transportation as much. Like, my birthday is in the winter. And I'd be damned if I was going to take public transportation anywhere during the season of my birthday. Absolutely I'm not. <laughs> and I already, I already hate the MTA. Like, I have a disdain for public transport. Now, I felt that. So, I feel you on that. So I do. I, if any reason I could find to not go on it, I'm not going. Like, my mom you. literally lives, like, seven minutes away from me by, um uber but it's only like 20 minutes by bus but i refuse to take a bus to her house like i will <laughs> literally always take an uber like i just cannot do it i can't <laughs> like you must you got money clearly because that's because you're getting on the bus and i'll be like listen i'm not getting on no bus nope. listen honestly i'm not gonna lie to you i'm a very frugal person so i'm not gonna lie like the chances that i'm gonna spend money on an uber even if I don't like the MTA, is very slim. I'm still getting on that train. I am. Mm-mm. I don't know. I think it just depends. Like, and that's why I feel like I spend more money. Like, I'm. I love walking. Yeah. So it's like I don't. I, the place is near. Like, I just went to this. I just walked to the, the supermarket yesterday, and like my mom woke up from her nap, and she was like, "Why didn't you wake me up? Like, I could have took you." And I'm just like, "Girl, what? Like, it was a 15 minute walk. Like, are you kidding me?" Oh, that's. Like it's not even that serious. Mm-hmm. Like I could, I could, I could 
walk and get what I need to get. It's not like I'm I'm buying a whole month's groceries. I just need a couple of items and I can walk back. Why am I about to wake you up out your sleep? Because I want some bacon. I, I want you to <laughs> like what? Like and so it's just like I don't mind walking places. True. That is very true. Not in the winter though. I'm not going, I'm not walking. <laughs> right 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 which is why i'm spending money on these ubers yeah yeah i definitely understand i can see that perspective and i definitely think it's a matter of lifestyle too because like that's what something that we like mentioned earlier because at the end of the day it's kind of like not everybody is someone who's gonna be outside and going to be really active during the summer like there's a lot of people who have sensitivities to the sun so why would i want to be outside all day like mm-hmm. yeah me, I also me, have me. to the sun but I still be outside mm-hmm. I get Just... sun headaches and it's it's disgusting like I went outside when I went outside yesterday and I was walking I was like oh girl like we gotta take an uber on the way back home because this <laughs> I was sweating I hate sweating I had a headache like anytime I go out in the sun I gotta no and I think that's probably why I don't spend that much money in the summer because I'm so anti like if it's above 85 degrees, especially in humid New York, I'm not going outside. I'm sitting under the AC and I'm watching movies all day. I felt that. Come see me yeah. at my crib because I'm not going outside. I'm not about to be in somebody's park in 92 degree weather. No. Oh, that's me. <laughs> no. Hey. No and no. <laughs> that's me too. I like to be outside. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I do feel like there's a difference in like, so I feel like there's a, I like to pay attention to the humidity because sometimes yes. it can be hot, but it's not humid. It's humid, if exactly. It's a really humid day. Like I'm not going outside. Agreed. But if it's just hot, but it's not humid, like I have no problem sitting in the park, getting some nice air, some nice breeze. But honestly, a part of it is like ever since I got a full time job, I'm spending most of my day in the in in the bulk of the heat. I'm sitting in an AC all day. So once I get out of work, I'm like. I want to do something. I want to be outside. I want to enjoy the warm weather while I still have it because I got to remember once the fall comes around, it's going to be getting dark and cold by 5 p.m. That's a fact. Once I leave my job, it's already looking like it's 10 o'clock. So it's like things like that I personally want to, you know, take advantage of. So for me, I have to be cognizant of that. And, you know, I try to make that shift in my spending and just being aware of like okay like I know I want to do more and I want to spend more in the summertime so maybe that's something for me to pay attention to and like spend less during other seasons you know mm-hmm. so With- so Lance you saying that you know you're shifting around your budget right yeah but I know maybe like some people aren't doing that so what are y'all thoughts about like dipping into your savings for you to don't have do it Honestly, nah, I'm not doing that. Mm. I feel like it also depends too. I think that people have different saving plans, right? Like some people are actually saving money with the intention of it going to fund at a later time. Like for example, soy, you and I both agree like, yeah, I'm saving my money throughout like the colder seasons and I'm putting that towards my fun and adventure in the summertime, springtime, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you're saving with intention to have fun, all right, dope, cool. Do what you got to do. Obviously, you should be dipping into it. But if we're talking about general savings that are more like long term, like maybe you plan on moving out one day or maybe you're saving towards your student loans, whatever it is. I just feel like 
no, don't do it. Like yeah. you were saving that money with intentions for it to go somewhere else. I feel like once you get into the habit of putting your hands in money that you weren't supposed to touch, you're going to continuously do that every time you feel like, damn, like, I kind of think I need something. Yeah. So, I, I, I have to put my hands in the pot. Like, I, I'm just anti that. I don't jack that. So, I don't know. Um, I, like, slightly disagree because... Talk to me. This... Okay, so, anytime that I feel like I need to dip into my savings, right? So, say... I don't know. Maybe it'd be FOMO. I don't know. Or it's just like, wow, I always wanted to go there and here's my opportunity to go here, whatever. And I'm dipping into my savings and it's like, I'm taking out $200, right? Mm -hmm. Or I'm taking out $300. My kind of mindset, and I, and I get what you're saying, like, as far as, you know, you're going to continuously dip in there. I think that I have more self-restraint. Um, because if it's something that I really want or something that like, I'm like, oh my God, no, like I have to go here. Um, I'll dip in there. And then the next time I get paid, I'll pay myself back Mm -hmm. on top of whatever my contributions are typically to my savings. Okay. So Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Uh -uh. (laughs) No, absolutely not. My thing is, is like, I kind of like have this thing with myself I don't know and it's it's it works for me that if I if I take money from somewhere that's not my checking account I have to pay myself back so I actually have like two piggy banks that have names right and I talk about them as if they're real people like yo I owe I owe Ellie she's an elephant I owe I'm crying I owe Ellie $50 when I get paid so it's like automatically the day that I get paid I go to the ATM and I take out that $50 and pay Ali back her money Mm -hmm. so it's just like I like I don't know and then if I end up spending something like in the summer say I go to a brunch and I'm like yo that brunch was trash I wasted money on that food why did I even go outside I did not like the vibe I now like the same $75 that I paid after tip and taxes and, like, I will now say, like, I have to pay myself $75 because I wasted that money that I shouldn't have even touched to begin with. So, okay. I, anytime, like, if I waste food, if I do whatever, like, I always pay myself. Like, if I'm, when I get paid, I'm paying myself. So, I don't mind dipping into my savings if I know that the next check that comes, I can pay myself back. Mm. Okay. I think that's definitely like a fair way to go about it because it's not like you're like indefinitely shifting some of your goals. And I think it's kind of like about also categorizing stuff as well. I think it's good to have um and honestly truthfully speaking like I feel like getting into a general savings and just having emergency money is pretty new to me mm-hmm. because prior to doing that I was primarily saving for specific goals. Like I would save $2,000, $3,000, whatever the case may be, because I want to go somewhere or because I want to buy a certain thing. Not necessarily because I'm just saving it for keepsake for emergencies or for, you know, whatever, whatever may come up in life. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So for me, I like to, like I have two different savings accounts. I have one that's untouchable money. That Mm -hmm. money, I do not, it is not being removed from my account because the purpose for it 
is for emergencies and to pay yep. off my loans. That's yep. it. That's it. It doesn't exist for any other reason than that. Mm-hmm. But then I also have like a sideline savings, <laughs> which is kind of like that's that's the dippable, that's the touchable pot. That's right. the pot where I feel like mm, check-ins is on a hundred dollars. Let me go take some money from that savings. <laughs> right. You know, because I feel like for me. You know, my savings goals in my mind are primarily the goals that I created for that untouchable money. So the touchable money is okay, kind of gotcha. like I'm paying myself in that uh, in that account because I know that, you know, if I like, you know, if I splurge on something, I know I have the capability to pay myself back in a sense. Like that's kind of what that Mm -hmm. account is for. So I kind of created those categories because I know like I want to be able to, you know, save and be smart about my finances, but I also want to be able to have fun and, you know, to live life the way I want to live it. You know, like I don't want to kind of feel like I have to always kind of be, crunching numbers like I talked about mm-hmm. in our last episode mm-hmm. like, I don't like to be that person so I want to know if there's a freaking foundation that's a hundred dollars and I want to buy it I could buy it and so someday like you're gonna spend a hundred dollars on makeup well <laughs> that's my business and that's what I want to do right. with my money <laughs> so it's it's, so it's funny though to do that <laughs> Like, I kind of do the same thing, Lange, as far as, like, categorizing and, you know, this $100 foundation. Like, mine is only $70. But, you know, I digress. Um, but I have, I don't have like... a $100 foundation, by the way. You know, it's just me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just chatting. But, but I might buy one, so. <laughs> I have, um, like, envelopes. Like, so, I don't know. So, I have a savings that's, like, you know, in a bank. But then I also have, like these random envelopes that I hide around my room that like I'll have like travel on one of them or and then I'll have like hair on another one and what else do I have in there um a couple of other things but anytime like I know that I'm gonna need a lump sum of money for things like for instance my hair like if I'm buying a wig that's 300 400 dollars I'm not about to just sit here and and drop a drop a check on mm-hmm. or like on a wig and just be like okay moving on like so I know if I want you know a new wig like I know I'm about to go ham for my birthday I know like a couple months before I need to be putting in that hundred dollars a hundred dollars a hundred dollars so that I'm not really feeling it where I'm about to drop four hundred dollars in one week yeah so it's like I always like separate things out and categorize them and like every time I come when I get paid I'm like okay $20 to here $50 (laughs) to travel like I just be dropping money in these different envelopes and it's like by the time I'm ready for them it's just like oh grab the envelope and head to the bank and do what you got to do okay Mm -hmm. definitely which actually brings me into some of the tips that we have for you guys for your summertime splurging, your summertime spending. Like we said, you know, it's definitely about lifestyle. And you may be listening to this and feel like, "Eh, I don't really resonate with that. I don't really spend a lot of money during the summer. But nonetheless, these tips can still help you regardless of Mm -hmm. the season. So something that has already been mentioned is pay yourself. Treat your savings account like it's a bill. 
I owe myself money because I know later on I'm going to need it. I'm going to want it. And honestly, you know, when you set up that auto payment, you really realize, wow, I really could have been living on way yeah. less than I thought I could have been living on. Because, you know, sometimes you see those dollar signs in your bank account. And it's looking a little, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. looking real spendy mm-hmm. right now. But when you put that money away, you send it off without knowing or without remembering that it's being sent off. It forces you to live with less. But then at the same time, you're making more for yourself. Yeah. I listen, y'all name your savings. Okay. Like this literally, honestly, until I started doing this, like I, it was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to put money to the side. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, I don't know. Naming my savings actually got me disciplined because now it's like when I get paid, like I said, I'm like, dang, like, I owe Ellie money. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I literally, I personify all of my savings because I'm like, That's I, I got to send Ellie money today. Like, before I even do anything, like, the day that I get paid, it's like, boom, I'm going to the ATM because I, I owe all these people money. <laughs> Right. And that's like literally <laughs> just how I treat it because it's like this is just like me because I'm like, yo, if I'm just like, okay, yeah, like I'm not gonna spend that or like yeah, I'm just gonna put this to the side. Like it's just never gonna happen. Like I just be like, yo, soy, Ellie's waiting on her money, girl. Like you gotta pay up now. Yeah. And then just to kind of go off on that one, soy. I think it's also important that, once again, like, maintain an allowance for socialization, right? Like, if there does happen to be a particular season that you spend more money in, me, summertime, (laughs) then obviously you should be (laughs) allocating funds in a way that, you know, basically allow you to reach your financial goals, but still have fun, like, still turn up. Like, don't restrain yourself from enjoying yourself. Facts. Live your best life. But listen, while y'all living it, Make sure y'all still paying y'all bills on time. Okay? Don't sit here and max out your credit cards. Y'all trying to live the fancy life. Y'all trying to listen to what these rappers be rapping about. And y'all want to turn up during the summertime. But don't sit here and max max out your car or not be paying your rent. Not be doing this because you want to have fun. Please pay your rent. Don't play yourselves. Financially (laughs) responsible and pay your bills on time. (laughs) <laughs> don't be like the people in the credit karma that's a fact who went in debt because they wanted to travel because at the end of the day you will have fun i'm sure of it you will love it and you will enjoy it but them months that is going to take you to bring that score back up it's going to hurt because you're going to be feeling that pain for a little minute some people it takes yep. years for them to get credit scores back up or for them to get out of certain debt situations. So don't be that person. But at the end of the day, we can't tell you how to spend your money, so spend it how you want. But just be mindful. This is just our perspective and what we are experiencing and things that we noticed and we wanted to share. Which brings me to the takeaway for the day. All right, people, so we want you to reflect this week. We want you to write a list of some of your warm weather weaknesses. Um, And if it's not a warm weather weakness, you can also choose another season. But what season do you have 
financial difficulties and how can you break that down in order to make sure you're still paying yourself you still creating an allowance and you're still paying your mm-hmm. bills definitely think about this write about this be financially literate with yourself learn about your money love your Please. money <laughs> <laughs> but Thank you so much for tuning in with us once again. We love you all so much. Yes. Bye. Bye, fam. Pearl Bible fam out. Peace.